0: be here from dgen aussie apes bringing you another weekly session on all things crypto and nfts let's go It's the money. gmgm GM, guys we're what, back what's up guys and girls how are we another week another, another week. week a lot yeah. to talk about this so week. much to talk about but i have to say how cool is our intro music man Oh, oh, it's such a vibe. It uh. gets you in the mood. I swear, yeah. I just, when I look in the room and we put it on, uh, slowly the heads start just to bark yeah, bob and yeah. the foot and the tap on the table. So, yeah, really cool uh, intro music. Gets we're excited. gets you in, the zone. Gets known, you in yeah. the zone. Get you psyched up, you know. It's been another crazy <laughs> week, as we say, in and out of every week of crypto. And uh, I think the bullish news, which we're so excited about, is Ape Token. I mean, how can we not talk about Ape DAO, Ape Token, Board Ape Yacht Club with what has happened pretty much today. Oh man, this was, I
1: was on the discords all day today and I was looking for any sort of meme coins to play around with. It was pissing me off because this is all anyone was talking about. It's I'm the like, market's captivated. Looking at coins.
2: It's huge, it's huge. It's a big step that Board Apes are taking and I think it'll pay off. And especially because it's gonna be a governance token. So Correct. Well, it's
0: gonna be a DAO. Yeah. I mean, over the last few months on the Board Ape side, bar the you know, except the game that came out, which was the 10-day mobile game, which you won in real life prizes. Mm. The top prize was a mutant car that smelt like a mutant, but pretty cool to win, <laughs> you know, driving that around. Yeah. Then it went a little bit quiet. Now we knew that uh, board ape club had announced the Ape token would be released by the end of or within quarter one. They took their time. They took their time. They've ridden that right to the end because we're coming yeah. to the end of oh, They want to get it
2: perfect... That's why I'm really, really interested in the tokenomics and the missions. It's it, so exciting. It's, oh, I really want to see because they do everything so well.
0: Everything they've done, I mean, the whole... NFT yeah. market we know is based off what, in they're, a sense, Board Ape does. They a very does. polished outfit. Yeah, they, they are, are. extremely very polished. And, and
2: they said they're going to take their time with the Ape coin. They're not going to just release mm-hmm. it straight away. They want to take their time. They want to make sure they get it right. Well, I, now I
1: think we had to know that it was coming very close when, when Yu Gi Labs announced. All their sponsorships and what they were doing, how they were teaming oh, the merger up with them. Yeah, CryptoPunks. This was Maybe, like yeah. a couple oh, of days buying, ago. Yeah, so you knew it was coming. new. like so people that don't That's know, true, yeah. Yeah. we
0: know that Yuga Labs have purchased CryptoPunks and also Mebits, mm-hmm.
1: Mebits, and all the BAYC now. Yep, and yeah. they've
0: also given. So a big issue was with the CryptoPunks that you didn't, ha- you couldn't do anything really with your punk. You didn't have the IP the, rights. Yeah, the licensing. or your punk, your licensing. Bored Ape yacht club gave you full licensing rights to your ape, and that was a really bad thing for for. Um, Why is it so CryptoPunks?
2: Why is it so important to have the full licensing?
0: I think from a creative and cultural aspect, you really create a brand that can be anything. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's the limit of your imagination. I actually saw today in the states. I don't know exactly where, but there's a bored burger outlet opening up, and they've got their bored Boy. ape news. They're yeah, pretty cool.
1: That'd be mad. They're going to have like mutant sauce and all this. Stuff. That's actually a, it's a really idea. cool That's idea. Smart. Maybe we should
0: do that. Someone should do that in Sydney. We are licensing out the DJ Gen Aussie Apes Mutant. So anyone that wants to talk to us about that, you know where to yes. find us. <laughs> but we've seen some huge things happen, I think, in the last quarter for the Board Ape Yacht Club. We saw that big run that it took where we saw mutants setting to a floor of 27 ETH. Yeah. That was huge. It's um, pushed
1: it right back up there now.
0: This is pushing it back up. Yeah. It's so crazy how quick it changes um,
2: the but, sentiment. I want to ask the, and the price. While we're on this, what was the go with Kennel
1: Club? Because it said it had to be paired with your mutant or your ape. Yeah, so, yeah. Right?
0: so the breakdown was. And we just actually were looking at this before we got on mm. the air. The token allocation it was a multiplier by holding that dog. So if you had only a dog, you got you nothing. You got nothing. Yes. So the allocation was a board ape got roughly about ten and a half thousand tokens. Mm. A mutant ape's gonna get two thousand and forty two. I know that because we have a mutant. We <laughs> don't have a board ape yet. <laughs> Pairing a mutant and a dog was twenty eight hundred or wait, so wait, tokens. Wait, sorry, you said. Board ape gets ten thousand
1: tokens, right? Yeah. And a mutant gets two thousand. Yeah. yeah. So
0: we can extrapolate that
1: the value of a board ape should be five times the value of a mutant.
0: When this big run up was happening, a lot of people were tr- trying to determine the floor, mm. and that was the basic consensus was five a one. one five to one, a fifth yes. of you know a board ape. We we were calling for more because, don't forget, you have the M twos. Yeah. So you've got mutant apes m1s there's about 60 70 percent the m2s which was like let's say you know 15 16 percent and then the mega mutants so the floor of a m2 is actually about 30 to 40 if when you really look at what's listed in that value so i think a lot of people might have been disappointed that had m2s that thought maybe they should get a Bit more to me, a mutant's a mutant. Yeah, if you paired your board ape with the dog, it wasn't really that much more tokens. If you were getting ten and a half thousand, let's just say roughly it was like eleven thousand two hundred. Okay, has the dog gone up in price? The dogs are flaws at about eight and a half. I was watching
1: someone that we all know really fudding the price of dogs. I mean, you don't really get Mm. what what do you get out of it? Sorry, too, Shaheen. You know who I'm talking about. I really
2: don't like some of the moves this guy is making right now. Buying holding dogs, or what's the point of it at the moment? Well, the theory I, I is...
1: I don't see the value
0: in dogs right now. I don't, I I'd equate dogs... Over time, maybe it will. I think um, the big thing about the dogs, and this is a bit of speculation looking into the roadmap. Now, we know Jimmy the Monkey is going to escape. We know there's going to be some really big war coming, some huge games going to drop. A lot of the Bored Ape um, dogs have rocket launchers, yeah. have weapons on them. Yeah. So they're saying that this will be an integral part of this game, and the dogs will actually, in a sense, in my opinion, carry us to victory. Okay. So this this is going eight to be 8th like on a hunch. Fuck that. 80th, <laughs> I think. No, but at the same time, I think 80th <laughs> is relevant uh, to the pricing of the market. I think it's relevant to BAYC. Pricing. Correct to pricing in mm, yeah. the brand. Yeah. It's a shame that owning a uh, a dog does not get you membership into the club. Ape.
1: Okay, but does a VX get you membership into WSK? No. So it's the Only same to the thing. Verified but the cool thing is that Kong's integrated VXs. So like we were just doing play and collect now, literally. Oh, another we huge this thing to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So that that brought utility to VXs. Other than that, VXs had no real
2: place, Sandbox. as you could see. It. I mean, you could go once Sandbox yeah. was ev- eventually finished. But with you're it. talking two point
1: four ETH at one point for those. Yeah. Yeah. So at least they've taken that step. So it stands to reason because. There's an unfriendly you know, right? Not forget, so, DAYC will do that soon.
0: Cyber Kongs termed the whole coin Voxel. That came from Cyber Kong. So, they mm. were the first to bring in the VXs. A lot of people have followed. For example, Bears Deluxe will drop us our VXs soon. I can't wait for that. We are, I, I'm pretty sure because there is a section in the roadmap of the Board Ape Yacht Club, there is a 3D uh, model, and I'm sure a VX will come soon. Mm. Speaking of the Board APO Club, there's a couple more exciting things. So it just hasn't finished. We, you know, we haven't even started Ape Token, which, in my opinion, we're looking at the next. Like you were at the birth of the next Apple and Tesla stock. Uh, we are so bullish on Ape Token, and you should sh-
2: should also say that Ape Coin is not available to buy at the moment. It's still too no, now. So you no, can, the first
0: availability will come to holders, mutants, and Board Ape. Airdropped. Then. Uh, in a claimable process, oh, claimable. so we're, we're going to pay a gas fee. Oh. That's fine. Uh, then it's within 24 hours, we'll be listed on FTX Exchange. Exchanges are going to snap this straight away. Mm. But we also know that board Ape Yacht Club is going to be releasing land. So 200,000 plots of yeah. land. Fingers crossed, uh, holders will be getting dropped a piece of land. But I think the starting price of that's going to be in ETH. Yeah. So we will be stacking some land. and then Oh, we, of course. Oh, 100%. I, I'll be curious
2: to see how we how it plays out like what they're going to do with the land, the utility, what games are going in to what sorry what games are going going to be a part of It'd be very
0: interesting. I think it's just so exciting because we know these guys are at the forefront exactly. of what we of the watches, NFT world.
2: Everyone watches them closely.
0: So yeah. the moves they make are so calculated and so innovative. Another thing that we also know that's coming is it's I'm pretty sure it's a companion for the Mutants. I was praying, and I've said this a lot of times, a crock, because of just what I saw in the roadmap, but like we said, speculation. Have you been on the site today to check if they updated the image? No, I haven't actually. I need to check the roadmap. We'll check that in a second. But also uh, they mentioned the word CODA, and speculation then grew into CODA bear. Yeah, So it could be some sort of bear that's coming through. So right now in this space, they with like this news, it's they, always a tease. Eh? It's so exciting. It's, when it's, you sit back and you're involved and you watch this, yeah. it's just really exciting. Sometimes a bit too exciting. You get let down yeah. over a few things because you mentioned before playing collect and that was something that did let me down a little bit because I built up in my mind it would be a running through game, not yeah. just an algorithm at the moment, but you've got to start somewhere. It, it takes a
2: while to build a game. We know that it takes like forever. Look at sandbox. This is the same thing. Like to build these games, even smaller games, um, that don't need that much uh, developing. It's really hard. Like to just just make it in, in no time. Say, really, it's a long, long process. And we see that with play to earn games and and the rest of it. Metaverse, sandbox, I all mean, of it. It just how takes, long takes forever. Been building sandbox. For? Exactly.
0: For those that don't know one what more. we're talking, Gloomy City still oh, glo- building that one. Hey, Our- you need to check the Discord of Gloomy City. Why? Just check it. It seems really? pretty interesting. Okay, so I'll check it now. For those of you that are listening that don't know about the play and collect, when we're talking play and collect, uh, this is from released from the Cybercon, Kongs, Cyber Kongs, which we've yeah. talked about a lot, and the play and collect game, which was emerged to the Polygon network for gas fees was adventure runs played with your voxels your cyber kong vx's that earned what was called kongium or other nft prizes throughout yeah. running this so adventure. they can
1: stumble on some treasure unlock uh, particular nfts exclusive to each run so each run is sorry not each season which is 10 days so the next season i'll be excited for as well because you're going to get these nfts from each season that are going to be unique and it's it's game changer
0: so for example you could win a jumper from uniquely mm-hmm. which is a full web 3 jumper that has you know we saw it the other week when we were cyber Kong. we'll get a video ups coming very soon scanning QR codes and seeing the contract really really cool but to take it back a little bit cyber Kongs, we know they have the thousand collection which were the Genesis earning 10 bananas a day which then birthed babies which was a four thousand collection And then we had the VXs, which is a 15,000 collection. But whilst they were changing, and they're always changing the market, these guys, whilst they were changing into the game, we then had a governance vote that allowed babies to earn charms, Mm -hmm. shards, sorry, Shards. shards to start off with, which was a vote on 10 shards a day. So that's, you know, to see something like that for me is, you know, to see the growth of this and to see the innovation used. So I can earn my shards that are then used in this game to help my VX run better or buy, you know, weapons and things like that. So it's very, very innovative, very, very new. The hype behind this is pretty huge. Massive. So that was something really big this week because there was a little delay with releasing the game yeah. just while they were ironing things out. But, I mean, it's some really bullish news from the top two tiered NFTs doing such innovative things within the week of each other is pretty amazing. You forgot
1: their uh, unique wallet design so we're waiting to see this one come into effect so this is sharing your vxs across multiple wallets without physically having to transfer them and that's that's unheard of to go for a run like yeah to go for a run so if if i've got my vxs and you've got yours yeah you, you don't have to send it to me and i don't have to send it to you so this is what they're bringing in and must, we can link both our wallets onto our adventure run and then run it. And that way, it must go
2: into
0: like a, a contract, yeah, like a smart it's, contract. It's insane. That, that, yeah. So, they
1: engineered this whole thing, which I mean, makes sense with code. So, for those
0: listening, when Uber's talking about the adventure runs with these Cyber Kong VXs, you need one to a maximum of five to run an adventure. So, for example, if I had a couple and Luca P had a couple and Uber had one. Rather than putting everything on one wallet, which traditionally you would need to do, you can actually have your own wallets, link them together and run the crew as one, gain more rewards and more experience by having a bigger crew to run, which is really cool, you know? You don't want to send your assets around left, right and centre, you know? I think the big
2: thing with that is being able to do that kind of stuff or being the first to do that because, like we know, if you want this to go... um, if you want to go further in the space where you want mass adoption, you you want people to be able to use that, um, that very, very easy. So the UX mm. is a big thing, the user interface, the UI um, and the user experience. So them doing new things like that, that's just building more on um, in, in the, you know, cryptocurrency ecosystem and on blockchain and just developers doing more, more things, which it does bring, um, more money into the market, I think,
1: and it's expect Yeah, more money and expanding to a much bigger audience. Yeah, you know, much, much bigger. They're the first to do it, so it's, yeah. it's very, very. Because six months ago, a year ago, everyone's asking, "Well, what can you do with the NFT?" Yeah. Now you can see what we can do with the yeah, NFT. It's all about utility.
0: Yeah. Another thing I did want to touch on with news of the week, which. I think can be a little bit of alpha for our listeners uh, what, that are listening. Carafura is going back up. Oh, well, that's very exciting. <laughs> What's nah. the floor at Carafura? At I point? don't know. Man. Okay. It's still at 2.8 something 5. Let's shit. not talk about Carafura <laughs> yeah. right now. It doesn't look anymore. But what I did want to say was Gutter Cat Gang. Oh, I can't even talk. Gutter Cat Gang clones. Yeah. Yeah. And this was really exciting to see because I I don't know if I'm seeing a bit of an opportunity here. Mm. So we know the Gutter Cat gang has cats, dogs, and pigeons and rats. Yes, there's four cats, dogs, pigeons, and rats. Uh, They just released clone vials. So like we said just before a few minutes ago, going down that sort of board APR club roadmap rather than a serum, we have a clone vial. And from what I've seen, the clones look really cool. Mm. But we noticed something with the mutant serums. We noticed we had a supply shock. We noticed that as more serums were used, the value of the price of what was left over was going up to the point now an M1 serum is roughly about 21 to 22 yeah. ETH. Chemistry wow. club
1: is rocketing at the moment. Rocketing. Especially chemistry she, club. Yeah, that's what they call it, chemistry club. Yeah, the oh, board man. Ape chemistry club. Yeah. So oh,
0: are we going to see over time the same supply shock start to come in with the gutter cat gang? clone vials
1: i think so and i think combined with this is there's a lot of a lot of word out there on on twitter and discords there's this big feeling that nft bull run is coming is coming very soon so i think a lot of value is going to get pumped back into nfts and this supply shock that you're talking about it's going to rocket those prices
0: yeah so have a look guys always like we say please this is not financial advice this is do your own research but I will be looking into a bit more closely into the vials and things like that. Mm. Uh, I think it's very important as well, as we are a cryptocurrency uh, podcast for Luca P to give us a bit of an update as to where's Bitcoin at this week. You know, we know it's the tide that lifts all boats. So how are we looking with Bitcoin? The big news about Bitcoin this week was
2: um, in Europe, they were they were putting out legislation that they wanted to ban proof of work cryptocurrency crazy yes (laughs) that was scary that's what they wanted to do they just wanted to ban it without even knowing the technology so um good news is that the vote didn't go through and it went um yeah so they knocked it back and it didn't go through which is super bullish news (laughs) i mean mean, mm. when you think of it but i I got a feeling they're going to try to put it through again like and the reason why they're trying to ban proof of work's um consensus is because i say it consumes too much energy so i don't know what are your thoughts on how much energy well, bitcoin consumes you know we mm-hmm. know
0: that bitcoin per day uses more than energy than the whole city of belgium we I mean, know that for a fact the whole country of argentina but I think let's not forget guys ethereum's going to proof of stake which is our topic of tonight yeah. the ethereum blockchain but proof of stake is here and that's going to eliminate a lot of the energy woes that we're seeing. Hopefully the merge goes through and we don't have any issues. Yeah, I think I think it will, judging on uh, what Ethereum's been able to do yeah. previously. Yeah. Ethereum changed the game. I remember reading the Bitcoin white paper, which we always say, guys, please read this paper because if you have any disbelief in crypto, this will knock it out completely. Take the time to understand it. I promise when it clicks, you will know what we're saying. When I jumped onto the Ethereum Blockchain paper, 180 pages or so. Yeah. I was looking oh, at it going, yeah. Oh my God. So the highlighters out. I have strapped myself in. I haven't finished it because <laughs> we do so much reading, guys, in a sense, to learn and also prepare to give you guys the best content available. There is a yellow paper as well, I
2: think, with Ethereum there's white paper and a yellow paper i don't know if you read that. Is that the summarized one at least there's a summarized okay, thank one thank god <laughs> i think i'll be starting <laughs> with the yellow paper yeah. and then going on to the white paper read that but yeah just, just quickly touch back on bitcoin um it looks like it's 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 found really good support around the $37,000 mark and it's in the accumulation mode we could have a possible breakout out of a wedge so Look, everything that's going on in the world, mm. the war, the war, Ukraine, Russia, um, you know, hyperinflation, you know, we had yesterday the the Fed raising interest rates by 25 basis points. Wow. And, I mean, we're at 40,800 a time of recording this, so it's doing all right. It's doing uh, all right. I just want to know why they try and push the legislation through Europe first. Oh, I mean, it, it was why just... Why Europe? I don't know. I like they've voted on crypto in America as well. It's not like it's it was yeah, just Europe's time. To what was
1: Biden's announcement? Was it the beginning of this week or last week? They they were looking at crypto. I was sent you this on WhatsApp. Um, I was trying to read through it. It yeah. it, it ended League up paper. being nothing.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. That was um, it was executive order. Yeah. So he had a crypto executive order, and you know, scared everyone, spooked the market. But what it was was every single arm of uh, the government, you know, a financial arm, something got to do with, or every state, like even the military, they Mm. want them to, the executive order was for them to look into cryptocurrency, understand cryptocurrency, the benefits. So it was was really bullish. Um, It wasn't anything bad. But they have, before that, they were trying to put in um, law to ban proof of stake as well. So they wanted (laughs) you, if you were staking and you were making... Um, you know, making money from staking, they want you to, and this is impossible to do because you don't know who you're, so the way yeah. the, the staking work is you, you put it down for collateral mm-hmm. and they want you to record every single transaction so they can tax you on it. That's what they want but to you to not And people are like, this, this is not how it works. It's not how yeah. blockchain works. It's, we don't know who is on the other side of this transaction. It's just anonymous. You know, it's mm. just a number. So you can't do it, even if you wanted to. So they don't understand the technology yet. They're putting through uh, legislation, so it's worrying. But in saying that, there's there's a lot of money um, and a lot of power now in the crypto uh, yeah. community. You know, with VCs and the lawmakers and stuff like that. So I do think that there's a lot more political will now when it comes to the crypto um, community. So I think look,
1: we're fast getting to the point now where we know crypto is here to
2: stay exactly it's not going before there
1: was uncertainty now we know it it's definitely hanging around and that's it
2: and i hate to say it when a cbdc comes out central bank digital currency which is like a government programmable token yep when you really understand what it is it's not the best thing it's very centralized very scary very worrying but it's going to happen
0: just touching on that the yeah. CDBCs. Cbdc, did Central. I say that right? Central CBDC. Bank, did you, yeah. So the government. Everyone point. should go on and listen to the Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan uh, really
1: gave a good synopsis. Yeah. Of yeah
0: what was his name? Um, Majid. Majid what was his surname. Najwal. Najwal, I think. Majid. Please, guys, go on. Have Naj- a listen. Najwa, Najwa. Have a oh, listen to so that sure. podcast. He breaks it down pretty well. He breaks it down pretty well. I'm sure now that we've shouted out the Joe Rogan experience, you know, Joe's a good guy. He will shout us back out. Oh, no. he he (laughs) will be picked up in SEO. But no, honestly, have a listen to that because that really puts the fear of God into you. It does, doesn't it? Like we said, Bitcoin and crypto is here to stay and tonight's topic is exciting, a bit in depth because the Ethereum network. There's so much on this.
2: There's so much on Ethereum. Um, yeah, we're excited to talk about it. Excited to talk about the
0: founder. Mm. The founder? I mean... Vitalik, a Canadian about Russian. about Bitcoin from his father when he was 17 yes. years old. Releases a white paper on Ethereum at the age of, I think, he was about 19 yeah. years and, old. And his father's computer scientist. His mother's f- computer scientist. Well, the first question I want to ask my fellow DJs... Is Vitalik an alien? Because at <laughs> the moment... <laughs> He's looking pretty alien-ish, man. He is extremely intelligent, and we do understand that when he did release the white paper, guys like uh, Charles Hodgkin, ADA, Hod- Hodgkinson. Hodgkinson, Cardano, read his white paper and raised, within a very short period of time, was about $19 million to help fund this. So it is a mm. collective effort. We are a community that... Does he help. won a contest as well. Um, I can't remember
2: what the contest was. Yeah. The 100K, yeah. Yeah, he won the 100K and yeah. that's where it all started from and he ha- had Charles the Hoskinson. The Thiel
1: Fellowship, that yes. was it, by Peter Thiel. And he used this to work on Ethereum full-time
2: and this is why he dropped out of uni. I, I can't remember. I think he's a philanthropist. So, I th- I th- the, I think the, so. the actual contest that he won, the, the guy that was funding it. But um, all his, I can't remember, So, honestly. But it was 100K that he got and then he wrote the white paper, Charles Hoskinson, um. You know Polkadot founder as well. Polkadot founder Wood Aaron uh, something Wood. I can't remember something Wood. Um, and then you have Lusco, that blockchain as well. The the guy that wrote the smart contract, um, and made it operational. He was part of the Ethereum group, and yes, so a 19 year old. wrote And they all worked together. And so we know, born in Ethereum. Russia, migrated born in Canada.
0: No, born in born Russia. Russia. Yes, oh, born in Russia. He was migrate. He left to Canada when he was six years old yeah parents both computer scientists yes um pretty average guy (laughs) i guess i mean you know attended high school like everyone else attended the university of waterloo advanced courses and research assistant for a cryptographer so he's been around in the computer science world since a young boy i mean so
1: i I don't know whether this is actually true or not and i read this and the whole reason that he, not the whole reason, but one of the big things that, you know, th- these are these ideas are born out of something, right? And apparently, apparently this came from World of Warcraft. So you know how people play World of Warcraft, they get their characters and they build them up over time. Um, there was a patch that came through and he lost parts of the attributes of his World of Warcraft carrier uh, character. Yeah. And so this is a kind of created this idea for him of centralized versus decentralized, which led down the yeah. path of Ethereum. But the smallest thing, I mean, I've never played World of Warcraft, but I, I know, mates. Um, yeah, Yeah, for some people, friends. this is their life. It's, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. So it's crazy, man. This is how he started. And he first publicly announced his whole project in January of 2014. Um, and that's where it all took off. So Well,
0: we do the, know that, when it comes from a business angle, a lot of good companies are born out of a frustration. People get frustrated with something, then people start to look into it and they find a better way. And that is so many businesses. My own business in the fiat world was born out of a frustration. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. yeah. Uh Oh so, I you. Thank you so much. You <laughs> see the frustration I go through yeah. on a daily basis. The beard's turning white. But that... <laughs> I've lost all my hair. Yeah. But that story, if there. the genesis origin of Ethereum was born out of the World of Warcraft frustration, yeah. I think that is just so yeah. cool. Yeah, he was <laughs> so angry that they, they just yeah. took his and assets. And so intelligent. And you, can't,
2: you can't do nothing about it. So his whole idea was, okay, so... We have Bitcoin, which is um, monetary based. So, why not build a blockchain mm. with that you can program to? You can program for it to do whatever you can possibly program. It that's to. a so big thing about Ethereum is yeah, smart contracts, solidity. So, think of like you know Bitcoin as your Nokia 3110, mm. 3210, and uh, Ethereum as your iPhone. So, yeah, I think that's that's what he envisioned and. They all got together and they created Ethereum, and now they are. So Ethereum's proof of work consensus mm-hmm. the same as Bitcoin, and they're looking at doing a merger, and that's the next big thing. So they'll go from proof of work to proof of stake, which um, you stake your your digital assets, so your ETH as collateral, mm-hmm. and you verify that that transaction is right, and if so, you come to a consensus or the other validators, and if you're wrong or you've tried to do something in the blockchain and they haven't come to a consensus, you can get slashed. So they take away your collateral. Oh, wow. That's how it works, yeah. So it will automatically slash you. And you do it again, it slashes you again. So there's – if you, for for whatever reason, aren't validating the right transaction, um, yeah, you, so you'll get slashed. So there's there's no incentive to put out a fake transaction. And
1: I think the, the other big thing about this, right um, – ethereum mining so i'm on ethereum yeah, yeah uh you were getting decent pay out of this so now yeah. with this new merger this is going to affect miners as well,
2: well no well you have no miners yeah mining's gone. Gone. they're gone mining's gone yeah. be a validator so eip yeah. 1559 that's the one that really screwed the miners because mm. you had a base fee and the base fee was getting burnt and your tip goes to the miners yeah so whatever your tip is that goes to the miners before eip 1559 there was no burn yeah. So all that went to the miners. So you're making decent money. And yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's Something easier to mine uh, Ethereum than it is to mine Bitcoin. Mm. I mean, because the more more miners that go, the the hash rate goes up on Bitcoin. Um, the more expensive it is to to mine. The more processing power, the difficulty le- level goes up. Mm. Um, so Ethereum now they have a beacon chain. So once they do go from proof of work to proof of stake, um, when they merge they they're using a beacon chain now and i just read now that like it's already on testnet and they this beacon chain has i'm trying to remember the number it was a ridiculous amount of ethereum already staked in there
0: and you have to stake something like 32e 32e validator And to give people just a quick idea in regards to the proof of work and proof of stake, a big criticism of the proof of work was the high energy usage that we were talking about before, which is because of the computational power that's required. But a proof of stake substitutes that power with staking. So that's obviously making it less energy intensive and replaces miner with the validators Mm. who stake cryptocurrency holdings, the 32 ETH that we were talking about, to activate the new blocks within the network yeah uh so we're gonna see that massive reduction in energy it's shame for the miners because it, it, can that mining i mean if you're mining ethereum at the moment and i've got you know 30 50000 dollars worth of equipment can i then use that to mine a different currency i haven't really looked too much into the mining yeah there,
2: there are other currencies um that you can mine but there's not too many proof of work I mean, it's an old type of technology.
0: That's a real problem if you really staking, yeah. if you've got a lot of this equipment. Yeah, I mean, is it just solely programmed and set for Ethereum, or would uh, you no. reprogram that mining no. machine to do something else? No, no, you can. It's just you jumping on a on the network. So you're still using
2: your your processing power, but you're just jumping on the network, and you know you can mine Bitcoin, but you're not going to make much money off it because you need a lot of uh, processing power. So Ethereum was still able to make money until this came out. Another big thing um, when this merge does happen is the selling pressure from the miners will be gone. So they reckon selling pressure overall drop by 90%. Unbelievable. On so it's definitely when this merge does happen and it does scale, um, which is what Ethereum's issue is at the moment. And that's why a lot of people complain about gas prices. Um, gas prices because it can't scale. It gets congested, and then you got to pay more to to get your transaction through. So, when the merge does happen, we will have cheaper gas fees. Um, we will have, you know, be able to scale a lot more more people on on the network. But still, you're going to need other, you know, if if they want to capture a lot of, the, you know, our users, they're going to have to scale a lot more than just a proof of work Ethereum blockchain. They're going to need Layer twos, as well, like your polygons and you know, AVAX or, or phantom, or like even layer two, as in optimistic roll ups or Arbitrum, um, MetaStal is Vitalik's mother, yes. You were saying his so it's Vitalik's mother that's one of the founders, they founded it in 2018, and it's his mother's best friend that Vitalik grew up with. And apparently he's got a lot of influence with what's happening with MetasDAO. So how he wants that to run and see Arbitrum and Optimistic for you to go back to um, Ethereum, to bridge back to Ethereum main chain, you got to have a seven day waiting period. And with Metas, they want to get rid of that completely by using these ranges, some different other consensus that they get to get with. It's like a later technology, the way they do it. So... That's pretty interesting to see where that ends up. Um, but that's one way they're going to try scale Ethereum because you know, you, you know when you jump on, when the meme coins are going like we spoke about this earlier, how Vitalik gave away his doggy coins because and he was complaining so much about the doggy coins because the gas prices were going through the roof because everyone was trading meme coins. And then Ethereum was, was just too expensive to use. It was to too use.
0: expensive. So to step it back a bit, uh, a bit of that and I think that was a bit of alpha you just dropped for everyone about Metastale. <laughs> so look into that big, guys. Big, Do yeah, some, that was some big alpha. If you weren't paying attention, I'm bringing it to your attention. Computer scientists. 100% Russians. please look into that. But to step it back a bit because it's really important for people to understand a major key difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum was the smart contracts. Yes. It changed and the game. DeFi, it changed NFTs, the game completely.
2: You know, what's Bitcoin is a store of value or a monetary system. You know, you can just move value over which is and it's the most decentralized we already know that and immutable it's been proven it's gone through the battle but when it comes to technology and where what ethereum is bringing like web3 that's not possible with bitcoin no it's all it's all smart contracts
0: so to give people a bit of an idea of an example of what a smart contract could be the first house in america just sold as an nft so traditionally if i was to sell my house in a fiat world i would put my house for sale i'd engage a realtor i'd have lawyers i'd have banks i'd have so many middlemen that are taking a cut off um a cut out of the pie which they don't really deserve you know but when you sell it for example as an nft via a smart contract we could be completely peer-to-peer have all the parameters written into that contract that would automatically do taxes or sell out. You know, you would just mm. transfer the money. Smart contract will engage. And we've now cut out a lot of people that, and this is true decentralization to a certain extent, guys. It's peer-to-peer, which was the whole thing about Bitcoin was, how can I take money in a peer-to-peer aspect to someone else? Um you know looking at all these problems whether it was double spend and all this stuff read the white paper guys you'll know what we're talking about but the smart contracts have changed everything i think with real estate but
2: the way they they will do it so you know if you buy in an affluent neighborhood and the price is you know say a million dollars and you buy out west for example here sydney out west it's much cheaper but as a percentage it's the affluent neighbourhoods going to go up much more than the house out west. So what they do with the whole idea between um, with putting like real estate as a to- you tokenize and you can buy like a share instead of, you know, a $5 million house in Bondi that you're not going to be able to afford. You can buy a quarter of it, mm. you know, depending on how many tokens there are. So it allows you to go into these other real estate markets that you won't be able to touch. And I think that's a a massive thing. Like, that's just another way that Ethereum... Well, it's providing
0: those real-world applications. Yeah, it it solves problems. So
2: it's just another way to invest, I think, which is very, very good, Um, especially when there's no one controlling it. It's just a smart contract doing it for you, you know?
0: Well, we bridge it across into NFTs because, you know, we're very bullish on NFTs and we talk about it so much. Having the ability, like we said before, of a membership, you know, an illiquid capital, um, joining via Discord, uh, you know, when you sell that to someone else, so there's a saleable aspect to it. If it goes up, you can make some money. Mm -hmm. The system being smart enough to engage to, you know, register that you're no longer a member, so you don't have access to these channels. They're now locked. Wilbur buys that NFT he registers his wallet, and all of a sudden, he has access to all these channels. Yeah, this is so revolutionary from where we've come in the last twenty years. Yeah, that the excitement for the future of what Ethereum is going 100%. to provide. But right, we
2: do have to mention: there's always smart contract risk. You know, it's just you can. That's why you see like your aves and stuff are priced so high because they've been through it all. You know, they've been yeah. they battle tested, so you know the coding is much better than something that comes out like, uh, you know, more um, came out not long ago, you know, and it has not been tested. So I think that's a big thing as well where you always have to know that there there is smart contract risk. So that's why you should always go into something, a protocol that's well known and that's been battle tested. I thought that's important to mention. I just have to say,
0: (laughs) when Ethereum did come out, the price of one ETH was about a dollar. Yeah, the ICO'd. I mean to be at the price that it's at now <laughs> if yeah. you just held and this is the thing guys you know when you're dealing in the NFT market we have whales and they hold a lot of eth now someone could have bought that eth back then and could have just put in $10,000 he's holding 10,000 tokens of ethereum yeah. it's very easy for them to make these big moves in the market and mm-hmm. you know really disillusion you yeah. and manipulate it in that way so be very careful you know it is a blockchain as you get deeper and you use things like EtherScan, you can you know spend some time looking at someone's history and now oh, you'd be like oh wow okay so he bought in 2015 at a dollar and he put in fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> you know he can be buying copious amounts of bored apes yeah. and when you start dealing with that level of money you know life is completely life-changing
2: it's crazy to think that there's whales in ethereum when they're the second biggest they're the biggest altcoin right so when you think of it how decentralized it is and how spread the the coins are there's still massive whales in it and that is the most decentralized altcoin of them all is ethereum and that's why it's priced so high but there is still whales and in 2017 at one dollar you're buying a coin or ic8 i think a bit cheaper um you would have killed it absolutely (laughs) killed it
1: but this is like a bit of a segue but ripple Right, you know how yeah. many people I know are holding it. Myself included. You yeah. included. We're holding big bags of Ripple. Yeah. The second they clear everything, they're gonna rock yeah. it, and you're gonna see so many wealthy people after that. Thing. And guys that have just yeah. been holding onto their Ripple from 2017, just yeah. stacking it there.
2: Ripple, Ripple was it came out before Ethereum, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it did. But Ripple's um complete different like it's cross-border payment yeah type of thing where ethereum You're bridging for the banks ethereum is a culture man ethereum is that's that's why there's so many people that you know the eth maxis yeah you got I your bitcoin bitcoin maxis eth maxis but i think they're not as bad as a bitcoin max is nowhere yeah. near but they're just eth supporters and they see where it's going and you know a lot of the the reason why bitcoin max is about ethereum is they say it's not decentralized you know there's somebody controlling it like what they try to say is You know, there's just a small group of developers and they control it. But that's not the case because, you know, it's people, holders, they vote on governance on like EIP 1559. They went to a vote, Mm. you know, and then people approved it. Yeah, they put in the vote. And yes, so it's not really centralised at all when you think of it when other people are voting. So that's one argument that I don't think... Really holds water.
0: Well, even over the trust aspect, from traditional contracts to smart contracts, yeah, the biggest issue with a traditional contract is that data can be tampered with. Yeah, some which happened plenty of times forging extingu- forging signatures. Well, all this talk type of stuff. you about this? Because uh, we don't ETH have that. Went, in smart no, contracts.
1: Well, ETH went through its own attack. And this is how they separated the fork. So they closed off one fork and started. It actually got they had a was that, the London that was the Dow no, attack. No,
2: no, so London Bridge is EIP one five five nine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, the, Dow, the Dow attack. Dow attack this was, was insane how they did this. So what they happened? They managed to siphon yeah. out Ethereum. So they attacked. It was something in the smart contract. There was so that's, that's smart contract risk that I was talking about. There was mm-hmm. something in the smart contract that put it at risk, and they were able to siphon out Ethereum. So they put it to a vote: Do we continue? Um, do we continue on this blockchain or do we create a
1: hard a fork? fork. Yeah. So, so a hard fork was created, which is why we have ETH Classic and then we have ETH, the one Ethereum. that we all trade in. Yeah. Yeah. That's and so ETH Classic. So is. It, Didn't it went a to lot a lot of people get
0: wrecked on ETH Classic. Yeah. I and mean, the price go up and just really plummet. Yeah. But what, but yeah, what, what, what yeah, it yeah, did yeah.
1: is it, I don't want to say liquidity locked because that's not what it is, but all the ETH that was stolen in that attack was then it was rendered useless.
0: Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> we so created smart. this
1: hard fork and this hard fork became the new one. So it's like, all right, keep your ETH that you stole, but it's worth zero now because now we've created this hard fork and we're following this this new ETH, this new branch. Mm. And they that this is the sort of security
0: that it you It really manage. solidifies confidence, doesn't it? Mm. You know, when when there is a big attack and you can survive that and come back better than you were before. It just shows you, you know, that yeah. confidence that we have with yeah. Ethereum. We have to mention, but it was very
2: early on, and you're talking very about something that you know no nobody else has done, like a programmable uh-huh. blockchain. So, so what this is, I think, for people to
1: really understand this, we have to explain what a hard fork is, just in very layman's terms. Uh, there's a hard fork is where the first chain um, and the second chain are then split completely and you create a whole new chain with some of the data from the old chain and then we start following that new chain so that is why they call it a hard fork yeah yeah so this is what essentially stopped this this eth classic from being able to use the eth that was
0: stolen well it's unbelievable Mm. Uh, what has transpired with ethereum over the last i mean few years is completely groundbreaking in the blockchain community and what we do here Mm. eth has been this golden child that's come up through the birth of Bitcoin. And I'm really excited for the ride. We we are ETH Max is here, guys. We stack oh, yeah. ETH. We keep saying it, stack ETH. Even if you just take it from the aspect of it's not about putting big dollars into this. If you cut a Coke, you cut some coffees out, whatever your lifestyle is, and you just took even a minimal amount per week it's and okay. over the... I mean Coca Cola. Oh, okay. okay, guys, this <laughs> is checking. a PG rated just podcast, uh, and just be putting minimal amounts away in the next five to ten years, life can be completely, oh, completely
2: yeah. changed. It's better than any real estate investment that I could think of. When you, understand it makes you question.
0: I had this conversation not too long ago. Uh, you know, guys, we were brought up where in our mid thirties, and we were brought up where it was uni, and you buy a house. And we ticked all the boxes that society told us to tick. Mm. Now when we're playing in this world, I really don't see the value at times of taking here in Sydney, for example, you know, a $120,000 so, deposit on a house. So were we misled? Is that what you're trying to say? I think not misled. Not misled because at the it, time that's all we around. had. It wasn't around. It's what we had. exactly right yeah right now first generation our our parents came here they sacrificed so much to give us the educations that they didn't receive they were misled by society and now we're in a birth of a whole new way of making money i mean we've seen in the last few years young teens be making fifty thousand dollars a month just by having a live a twitch account and streaming the way and it would really make you question if that was your child well how do you say to them buy a house and go to uni all right yeah. we buy a house fair enough but now we have so many it's you. well you know i have family members that sold for example uh sold their houses now they're getting into even bigger mortgages in their 40s you're committing yourself to working for the next nearly 35 to 40 years just to pay that off to then yeah. be 80 years old and you're you won't se- enjoy your life. You're selling away your time.
2: That's what completely. You're, doing. you're literally mm. selling away your time One because you're stuck you to working. Yeah. You'll
0: yeah. never get that back.
2: It's modern but day slavery. There's no doubt about if it.
0: If you looked at, for example, some traditional stocks, maybe some commodities and some cryptocurrency, you could potentially be taking your investments so far beyond what that house could be giving you. Because don't forget, when you do have a house, that equity is pretty much all locked. You know, mm. you can't just yes. My house is. You're illiquid. Where this, as a P2P network, I can sell out my coins instantly, have USD, and I don't have to sell it all. I could be holding ten Ethereum. Life it's, could go bad. I could sell five. It's all about efficiency. It's like when the U.S. dollar
2: came off the gold standard. You know, economies, the stock market blew up. Why? Because we had more liquidity now. Or it was more efficient to send liquidity. We had more of it now. So it's the same thing. That's gonna happen with this you're gonna have much more liquidity and yeah i, th- I think i mean i
0: saw a photo in new york of parking meters ethereum yeah. parking meters oh wow yeah <laughs> it was really cool they had park- and you just pay obviously i'd still pay fiat i'd still pay, pay fiat th- yeah. 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 Still pay i'm not fiat. giving you my ETH for my yeah parking. because I'm my point of ETH.
1: so this is the cool thing currency never ever increases in value right i mean you can when you exchange from one to the other but that that aside one dollar is always one dollar now buying something with that fiat that cost goes up, but my one dollar is still worth one dollar. Whereas I have my ETH. My ETH is always going up in value, so it's it's the only currency that depending does on that. your time horizon.
2: I mean, yeah, you, you, you got to also minus the noise in between that. Mm. So it's overall over three, four, five yeah. years, it's going to be appreciating. Asset. Yeah. So
1: if I have five hundred dollars worth of ETH in yeah. five years, we'll, you know, be, we'll just say it's worth ten grand. Yeah. In Five years, my five hundred fiat is, fia is still
2: worth five hundred fiat, and it's because the denominators change. Yeah, mm. like the U.S. dollar inflates. Yeah, so you lose value, and yeah, so Ethereum is going to be that appreciating asset in five years' time. So I think it's a no brainer; it's a good investment. Yeah, and then you can go lower, um, higher risk curve, and go down to you know your phantoms. I'm a yeah, investing in phantoms, spewing <laughs> a dev the dev Andre Cronier. He yeah. left uh, the founder of Yearn Finance, Solidity. Yeah. So he just packed his bags and left and he, he went from a dollar eighty, just quickly he went from a dollar eighty all the way down to a dollar twelve Phantom because of one developer left. But Jeez. he's he's made like so many he's built so much on Phantom. But I mean, even when he leaves, it's not like you know, it's centralized and that, that stops working. They're still there, there's still developers on there maintaining it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so that's maintaining a, that was a big is
1: thing. not innovating. Yeah. Yes. Just so, a
0: quick thing to touch on: back uh, some more bullish news, hot off the press from Board Yacht Club. So, Anomica Brands has adopted Apecoin into their uh, economic ecosystem. So, this thing's going to be big, guys. It's <laughs> I've never seen a coin come out so quickly to be listed on exchanges, which we know they've already had the exchanges so you lined been on up. Dextils? <laughs> you know what i mean and a, centra- a centralized oh, exchange okay le- let me just uh, refine that a centralized exchange yeah. we've seen memes drop and they take a while when yes. binance when this when that it just never happens but this yes. is going immediately onto exchanges so my apologies no problem yes just, just um, quickly
2: centralized another thing with ethereum being a yeah. programmable blockchain it's got a standard uh token which is the erc20 token and mm-hmm. anyone can create their own erc20 token so when we refer refer to DEX tools, it's just that's a program we use um, to see the latest um, coins yeah. coming out that, that people have created. So that's another way the Ethereum blockchain works. You know, you can mm-hmm. program it to have, you know, your own token, you can program the tokenomics, what you want it to do, you can program a tax on sales and for example, MRI, Marshall Rogan Inu, which is now Marshall Inu. Yes. Um there, there's a tax on on is a buying and selling buying and selling, buying and, selling. Yeah. and that revenue that that goes to the fighters and you know they've been doing very well funding fighters um for their their injuries and helping them get back to fighting or just giving them a bonus if they win the fight and they have been getting shout outs and i heard chael Sonnen i was actually just quickly in twitter space mm-hmm. and chael sunnan was saying how um he spoke to rogan and rogan said that he didn't know remember how they were um, shouting out "Marshall Rogan Inu all the mm. fighters at the UFC Yeah, and Rogan would have talked about it because he knew like you know their funding so he was surprised he didn't even know it was going to happen so Rogan's lawyers had called up and they said look it's fine but you know um, they said no 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 problem we'll change the name just Marshall Inu because we don't want no, no issues you down need the tra- his support so yeah and you need <laughs> his support so he <laughs> can support after that so yeah I think that was a big thing so I knew the
0: change came because someone had said something yes I was having this yes. conversation with someone and I didn't see it as a bullish thing because you only fix things when they're broke, yeah. And you only really react when you've breached copyright in a certain extent. When you receive that letter on the door and you say, yeah. "Okay, no problems, yeah. I will change." Yeah, his lawyers would have called for sure. You know, it's bullish because firstly, what they're doing with the fighters is amazing. I think yeah. that's really, really and cool. it's word of and mouth and it's given it legs. Word mm. of mouth as well. That's another um, big thing. And if Rogan does shout this out eventually well he's we gonna all laugh about gonna it happen. as if he's not gonna Even, have a voice uh, well, and say
2: you believe there's a token for my dog they made a token well for i my think dog. someone will
0: just come on and be like so marshall Inu, we'll call it that now because yeah. that's its name has changed the lives of a hundred fighters and it will be a laugh on you know that was my dog well <laughs> he does his ufc um you know special episodes where every show MMA
2: Another shout out Joe So, so Mr <laughs> Rogan Will be watching Your next MMA show Hopefully yeah. he'll Shout out Marshall Rogan in Maybe
0: him. we need to Make some merch And send him some Jackets or something Well they're always Going to be yeah They're okay. going to be yeah, yeah. At UFC every time and so we should just
1: go to every UFC match. Yeah, Next
0: UFC event in Sydney we'll make someone will just we'll get those guns oh, that yeah. shoot merch and we'll just <laughs> all of us to shoot merch at everyone and make it a thing. We
2: should go down there, right, with the shirts, Rogan, but Rogan doesn't come to Australia. No, no, he, doesn't he won't. I, I just, just
0: to quickly, him. I don't know oh, how that's so going to go. Down. Hey. If, so
1: <laughs> if anyone's seen what we look like, you're talking about three Middle Eastern looking guys
0: shooting merch at Joe Rogan he while he's in look Sydney. I, you know, when you <laughs> see the Irish. photos. I, two Middle Eastern, one Irish. One one Irish, Irish the gun. funny thing is, is that I can shoot two guns. You guys will get arrested and they'll <laughs> just take me home. i got my gun license. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, there
1: we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm still going to jail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> look, I think that we should, is there anything else we should touch on, boys? Um, what I
1: think, I think uh, no. Nah, look, it's a, it's a good wrap up of of so
0: ETH. Look, the, the I do want to do a part two, get a bit more technical for the tech heads I mean, that do listen. But this is just an introduction. Yeah. Um, it's it's look, they're,
2: they're, it's merging from proof of work to proof of stake, and there's. Have you heard of the the uh, what's it called? It's it's like a, a bomb that they put in the. Have you ever heard about this? And they can move it so. There's this code that they put in and it's called like, um, it's something bomb, but what it, what it means once it gets to that date, it will blob. Yeah, like the blockchain, um, they have to get the merge done before this timer goes off. Oh They, well, they put yeah. it in there themselves. So they've moved, yeah.
1: That's one way to make sure you do yeah. your work. Isn't that brilliant? It's crazy. <laughs> I wish I had that at school. Don't do your homework this time you boy. Imagine up. having that
2: with your employees. <laughs> so they moved it two or three times now. So remember, it was supposed to merge last year. So this is the the thing that people kind of worry about a little bit with the merge um, because it's never been done before, going from proof of work to proof of stake without stopping the blockchain. And the reason why they did that is to keep it decentralised. That's why we had high gas fees because they want to keep it decentralised. They don't mm-hmm. want to do a hard fork or something like that. So they really, really want to keep it decentralised. And so it's interesting to see if this I don't know if they can move the bomb again. I, I don't mean <laughs> to scare you guys. But well, <laughs> you look pretty really frightened. The word a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they need this merge with the beacon chain to 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 go through. And I've I've listened to some of his developers on. Uh, shout out to Bankless Podcast. They have um, very very good information on Ethereum, and yeah, that he's. I think it was Jason Drake is the main one of the developers there, and the stuff that he talks about like uh, ethereum and just how difficult the merger is and what they are doing and what they have planned with uh sharding so we're we're gonna go proof of stake and that's that's not it so you're gonna have your layer twos and at the same time they want to go um they want to use this new technique called sharding where they break up the pieces of data and they send it off chain and it's very very confusing but what it is is just kind of um broken bits of data and it's just for scalability. So they're saying like, we will get into like the millions of transactions per second in the next decade. So they're looking at, they're not looking at the next year or two or three and I'd see Ethereum's finished. They're looking at the next five to 10 years. You know, they want to be able to really, really take the market and like, you know, so it's very, very exciting, but it's, it's a patient game. So that's why I always say like, you know, as a digital asset, it's, safe you know it's like bitcoin safe i mean nothing's safer than bitcoin as a digital asset but it's the second safest Mm. and plus i just see that it's got much more um much more longevity like much more it's going to be able to grow a lot more than bitcoin personally that's what i think because there's a lot more utility on it you know at the end of the day if you could just transfer money you know um with bitcoin what else are you going to use it for? I mm. uh, saw a value, yeah, that does make sense. Twenty-one million hard capped. I understand that, but for me, Ethereum—if you're going to invest in it now, there's just so much they've built on it, and there's so much more being built on it. So I think Ethereum will be the play. Um, well, there's there's no doubt the it is months. the biggest
1: altcoin. Uh, yeah, I think it has the legs to be the biggest coin. Yeah, like so we,
2: big call, but we yeah, ten years flipping, from now, the flippening, the flippening. Yeah. Yeah, look, I I, I know Raul Paul, we follow Raul Paul. Mm. I know you like him, Dave, you're a big... uh, 100%. uh, Shaheen, sorry. (laughs) Um, Big follower of Raul Paul and he says he only owns one BTC now and he's... So he's an ETH Maxi. He's an ETH Maxi and he just says Web3, like you need that culture, you need people to come on the blockchain and, you know, that volume to come in because you're making transactions. How are you going to be making those transactions being in a metaverse? Or actually using your currency and getting taxed on it, or you know swapping, uh, selling NFTs or ERC twenty token, or you know whatever it is. At least there's volume and people, it's mm. being used. You know, so that's where I say Ethereum's a very, very good investment and one to to one watch, watch. out for. Yes, hundred percent.
1: So there you have it, guys and girls. Become ETH is out there. Join the crew. Come yes. across to the dark side.
2: Your Twitter handle, dot ETH,
1: dot ETH, yes, yeah. So, there you have it, guys and girls. There's our wrap up on ETH. Uh, go out there, become ETH maxis, get to work. Um, we do have wrap ups and further explanations on DEX tools as well. So, you heard Luca P talk about that. We have broken down these things for you guys. Um, feel free to send us any questions that you do have on ETH so we can address them in ETH 2.0. It's pretty cool. We'll use that for our, our next ETH topic. Uh, so stay safe, have fun. As you know, we're the DJ and Aussie Apes, Shaheen, Luca P, Wuba. Enjoy, guys, and have a great night.